Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30am sharp. They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is a true crime podcast, as the title suggests. So please consider this your warning, that it's not suitable for children, and it probably will contain content that may be triggering to some people. Also, it's an Australian true crime podcast, so Australian Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners should be aware it may contain the voices of deceased people. The producers of this podcast recognise the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. Like many of us, our guest today has researched her family tree using one of the online ancestry websites. Unlike most of us, Julie DeBella found a serial killer lurking in hers. Julie has spent the last couple of years researching the crimes of her great-great-grandfather, Robert Francis Burns, who's gone down in the history books as Australia's first serial killer. 
She's writing a book about her infamous ancestor, and she joins us on Australian True Crime today to tell us what she's uncovered so far. I was working on my family tree. Every so often I'll, um, I'm a tight ass and I'll get a subscription to Ancestry. And I decided my task at the time was to work out where each ancestor arrived in Australia. And I noticed I had a bit of a dead end and I had two great-great-grandparents that both died in Brunswick in 1902. And I thought, that's really weird. What did they die from? Was it a you know, was I sick or as an accident? Anyway, I ended up Googling their names and I found an essay written by someone from the Mount Rouse Historical Society. And he'd been doing research on pubs in Penshurst and he'd found a story where the publican had given evidence because Burns had been there and they were investigating the murder. And I looked and I thought, nah, this can't be right. And it even listed the children and where they were born. And I thought, this is right. So how far have you gotten? How much do you know? There is a Wikipedia page. So, you know, there is a fair bit that's known publicly. But what have you managed to ascertain about your great-great-grandfather, is it? Or is there another great? Uh, great, great. We'll just call him Burns. Just Burns. It makes it easier. <laughs> Burns. Robert Francis Burns. He was born in Ireland mm. in sort of the mid-1800s. Do you know when when the crime started? Do you know much about him as a person? Is there any anecdotal? Look, he was missing for about eight years, can't find where he was, but then he next appears in Adelaide where he meets his, uh, his wife and they get married in Mount Gambier in 1868. Okay, did they have children? Yeah, um, about five. So a couple were born in, one was born in Mount Gambia, the eldest. Two were born in a place called Allendale. I've been there. There's nothing there except for a pub and a sinkhole and a general store. I mean, obviously he had children because you're his his offspring. Yeah. But I mean, when I say did they have children, was she his only wife? Yeah. So when when do the crimes begin? What do you know of the crimes? So they're all in that Western District area. So I think the first appearance is one of his workmates dies. So he's working on the railway. His workmate gets sick. They put him on the trolley and take him back to the tent and then overnight he dies. And Burns is at the inquest and the doctor said that uh, this man died from English cholera. And so that's the first death. Then they found a body in uh, Wycliffe and it was uh, unidentified and it had been, the body had been hit in the back of the head with an axe or something. They couldn't identify the body and the person was buried. Then a while later they found in Stall and you can sort of plot where he was living at the times is sort of where these murders happened. He was, he was in the area. And, and when I was researching it, I went in there with an open mind. Did he do it? Didn't he do it? I'm 95% sure that he did. Because he was never ca- caught red-handed, was he? I mean, no. the first one, for example, Quinn Livin, his remains weren't found for some weeks. The second one was a headless corpse. Yeah, so that was the one that he was first arrested for. 
Right. They never found the head in spite of the government offering a £20 reward. They were hoping the local boys of Stall would get out in the bush and find the head. So, you know, so much for crime scene management or, you know, traumatising children. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, the detectives in the area, they eventually figured out who they thought the the body was and they started tracking his last known whereabouts and the last person he was seen with was was Burns. So when they arrested him, apparently he said, nah, nah, um, Charlie's still alive. He's, he's working in New South Wales. So the police got to New South Wales looking for him and then they come back and he goes, oh, oh, I made a mistake. He was in New Zealand. So then they go to New Zealand looking for him. Uh, they had... Uh, wanted notices of with photos of him in every police station in the colony. And if you can just try and think of the logistics of that in 1882. That is massive in those days. Yeah, yeah. yep. Uh, so then it went to court in Melbourne. But, of course, they still hadn't found the head. They couldn't positively identify the person. So he was found not guilty. In the meantime, one of the uh, police people, McCoppin, I think his name was, he thought of um, Quinlevin and the unidentified body. So he started investigating that and he discovered that Quinlevin or that person also worked with Burns and they were able to identify the clothes. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When he left the Supreme Court in Melbourne, 
He was immediately rearrested for the next murder and they were also reinvestigating the man that died um, that he appeared at the inquest for and they decided that he poisoned him. So to get the evidence for everything, they exhumed both of the bodies and that was, um, you know, almost horror movie stuff with coffins cracking open and being filled with water and uh, scooping up evidence and taking it by train to Melbourne in jars for forensic investigation. Uh, so after he was um, rearrested, he was remanded to Hamilton. He wanted to have the trial installed, but that was refused. So the first trial in Hamilton, and it pretty much involved the whole town, there was at times up to 40 witnesses because when they traced his movements, they had to interview every shopkeeper, hotel owner, the bank managers, uh, pawn shops, workmates. So the list was quite long and I'm sure a lot of the people or descendants of those people probably still live in the areas. The first trial, the jury went away and they came back. One of the jury had supposedly said, I'll eat my boots before I have the blood of another man on my hands. So the jury was dismissed and it was a, a mistrial. So then they had to have a second trial and go through the whole thing again. So at the after the second trial, he was uh, he was found guilty and he was um, sentenced to hang. He was hanged by the neck until dead. Mm. In which prison? Where was he hanged? Ararat. Do you know who, who his executioner was? Yep, Ned Kelly's executioner, Elijah Upjohn. And one of the sensational things about the case is after he was hung, Elijah Upjohn claimed that Burns had told him that I've cooked eight altogether, I cooked five in Victoria and three interstate and now you're going to cook me. So when Elijah told the reporters that the next day, everybody said it was bullshit. All of the officials at the prison said that could not possibly have happened and Elijah did a stat deck or an affidavit saying it was true. So I'd been thinking about the, you know, the confession on the gallows and I don't know why but I just had this inkling. So I went to the public records office last week or the week before and Burns, when he was rearrested, and he was remanded to uh, Hamilton, he left Melbourne Jail in August of 1882. Upjohn was uh, sentenced to Old Melbourne Jail in September of 1882 for indecent exposure in Coburg. So my theory was that Upjohn, when he was admitted into prison, this case was all over the media. It had been in it for you know, nearly a year, he would know that there's a good chance that Burns is going to end up on the end of his rope. So I believe he went in there and did a bit of prison grapevine and he may have got that information from the prison and just felt compelled to get it out there. And one of the reports says that he actually told a maintenance worker at the jail that same story before the hanging. Oh. Yeah. As you were talking about the murders, the two murders for which he was convicted, I wanted to ask you if you thought there were more because it seems, just from what we know now about criminology, 
it seems like those are two pretty brutal murders for a man to only commit to. Mm. And as well, and they're more brutal too because it was his workmates that he murdered, you know, people that shared a tent with him and things like that. Now, have you finished this book? Are you still working on it? Where are we at? Um, as you know, when you write a book, it's never finished. Just one yes. day you have to say, I'm going to stop. When I started, I really just thought that I was going to find information like in the Wikipedia article. But the more I researched, I realised how it became a snapshot of the times. And I can't help myself. I'm looking to see what happened to some of the other punters. Uh, oh, and then the other thing that I've still got to do is following the murders in quite a few years afterwards, they kept finding heads and skulls in stall. <gasps> and I think there's been about three that have been found at different times that weren't related to the case. No. And coincidentally, Ned Kelly's head is still missing. Mm. Isn't that a weird coincidence? Yeah. Another link between the two stories? Yeah. Fascinating. Thank you to our guest today, Julie DeBella. We'll keep you updated about that book of hers and you can hear more about the hangman who executed her great-great-grandfather, Robert Francis Burns, and Ned Kelly in episode 278 of Australian True Crime with Michael Adams. There's a link to that episode in the show notes to this one. If you need support after listening to this podcast, you can call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or contact 1800 RESPECT on 1800 737 732 or 1800respect.org.au. Indigenous Australians can contact 13 Yarn on 13 9276 or 13yarn.org.au. Thank you for downloading this episode of Australian Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.
Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30am sharp. They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there.